This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Welcome to Influencing Insider. I'm Mike Woodcock, your host. With us this week is Holly Perks. Now, Holly is co-founder and editor-in-chief of Situ. Situ looks at life and living in Australian cities with a real focus on feel and flavour, both print and digital. So a lot of challenges there in terms of delivering deadlines and print production and so on, as well as the digital challenges. Um, we're really keen to understand a little bit more about how it's to be. Welcome, Holly. Hi, Mike. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. For those who have, thanks for having me as well. Thanks for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Pleasure. One of the first things I wanted to ask you was how did you get the idea for Situ? How did it get up and running? Yeah, of course. Um, so, I mean, I, I worked in publishing more on the sales side, actually, sales and events um, when I first moved to Sydney 14 years ago. And um, so definitely have always wanted to be in publishing. And um, when I was in publishing at News Corp, I actually went client side. I went across to Bell Property Group, which is a, um, a Australian franchise real estate group, um, quite a premium one, obviously uses the same masthead as the Bell um, media brand, which I used to work on as well. Um, and basically, in a lot of discussions with the CEO at Bell, we sort of came up with the idea because there wasn't something that we felt out, was out there in the marketplace that really talked to what it's like to live, you know, inside and outside of your home in Australia, in the suburbs and the pockets that we, you know, we live in, in the cities and also keeping it really local. Um, because when people are looking to like buy or move or rent, um, it's really about exploring that um, that locale to its, you know, nth degree, like finding all of the, you know, the boutique shops and the cafes and the restaurants and, you know, what's your surrounding and really living well in that area. And so I sort of said, look, I, I'd like to put my hand up to sort of create something on the side, you know, um, if you'll let me. And and he was really open to that. And so we built, well, I sort of built Situ from the from the ground up as like a passion project, and it really took off. And um, and we, you know, we're a small small publisher, but we're definitely making um, huge growth um, inroads, and and definitely seeing sort of the brand, you know, get out there and, and competing, you know, with with the likes of Urban List and Broadsheet and Concrete Playground. Um, but we definitely have more of a feminine, um, you know, female skewed. Um, audience, millennial females from around the age of 25 to 44 is our is our bullseye target. So that's how it kind of all started. And and then I guess I just took it in that direction and has have built it as a media brand. You started, let me guess, you started and it's just, it's going well and it's just bringing you along with it and you're trying to keep yeah. it juggled and get everything done and grow. Exactly. It. We started it in Sydney and then Sydney did so well. We were like, well, let's try it in Melbourne. And then we've, we're now in 
Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Canberra, Adelaide and Perth. So six, six cities or states. We, we work um, content not only in the cities and the inner city sort of uh, lifestyle areas, but also um, the rural sort of regional areas as well. So we really kind of look at the state as a whole, um, you know, not only for people living in that state, but people visiting and also sort of, um, you know, being a tourist in that area as well. It's a, uh, it's a real content opportunity. I mean, a, a lot of the local newspapers that used to be a lot more, well, local, um, used to sort of fill that void about content that was very richly local. But a mm. lot of the, pub, the bigger publishers sort of, I suppose, centralised a lot of the editorial content that was driving that and, and yeah. opened up an opportunity for you. So so well done for, for, for addressing it so well. Um, Thank you. No, it's it's a lot of work publishing. I've, I've, it is. <laughs> yes, no, I've seen yeah. it close and, yeah, it's it's tough tough work. Now, you're going print and online at the same time. Um, yes. What sort of deadlines are you working to with both? So we only launched our print magazine, um, actually it was right before COVID hit, so no one really wanted to read a physical magazine, so it went print straight into sort of digital and then we're back into print. Um, but we are primarily a digital um, publisher. Mm -hmm. uh, so we work to, I guess our deadlines are quite fluid, um, as I'm sure a lot of digital publishers sort of say, but we do we do have a lot of weekly and monthly content. So weekly what's on, monthly what's on, monthly new restaurants, bars, cafes. Um, we, and then, but then we also have a lot of evergreen content, which is, you know, all year round or seasonal. So obviously coming up to autumn, winter content, autumn shopping, winter beauty, um, you know, winter destinations, um, you know, where to rug up around a fire and, um, you know, whether it's two hours out of Melbourne or a cosy bar. So, you know, we do have seasonal content and, you know, I guess a lot of our PR contacts and brands obviously send through recommendations as well around that kind of content because they're quite clued into the seasonality side of things. Um, but then obviously from a print perspective, we run a fortnightly magazine. So the reason that we are able to have a magazine is because we did actually, we have partnered with the Bell Property Group to get that magazine out there and into the hands of other people. So not only does it have properties in the back, like luxury, beautiful properties around Australia, but we're able to, able to partner with them to bring that local content, home tours, um, you know, shopping advice, very Australian lens as well. We are, you know, our audience is around 92% Australian. We really try to focus on local businesses, local brands, uh, you know, Australian destination. We don't really venture outside of Australia because we want to support our economy, uh, especially after what happened with COVID. It's mm. now more important than ever to do that for our brands and for our economy. And so that's, you know, our bread and butter. Mm. But the deadlines for our magazine are every fortnight. So we publish a magazine fortnightly, which is, wow, it's a task. Um, I've been on bi-monthlies and, you know, um, week, like, um, you know, monthly magazines, but I've never been on a, a fortnightly until I obviously started Situ. But um, we generally try to work a couple of months in advance. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a very tight turnaround. And generally in those magazines, we we talk about, you know, local cafes, restaurants, bars, we focus on certain areas each time, um, accommodation, uh, you know, shopping pieces. So that's where a lot of we 
put a lot of um, things that the situ team are loving and that is generally quite seasonal content as well um, you know we've got mother's day coming up and things like that so we might put in um, you know content around that so gifting and things but um, yeah it's it's a great avenue for lots of different bits and pieces that we have digitally but we can also put it in the in the physical magazine as well sure um, I'm seeing some questions starting to come through, uh, which is which is great. Tara's asked, do you ever look to appeal to international travellers coming to Australia? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, I mean, we do create a lot of content about Australia. So naturally um, we do have people from, you know, European countries, uh, the US looking at the site Um when they're looking at places to come, but I don't think they understand suburb names and pocket names quite like Australians do, because we know where we're searching. You know, if we're saying I'm, you know, I want to look to live in Rose Bay in Sydney, you would know to kind of find that suburb and research about it. And we would generally probably pop up in those search results. Whereas someone who's potentially searching um, from over overseas looking to come and visit, they would search larger keywords like, you know, where to stay in Sydney or, or things like that, unless they knew to sort of drill down to a granular level. Yes. Um, so we try to cater for everything. We try to cater for the locals living here and how to live their best life here. Um, so those hidden gems, things like that, but then also people coming to visit as well. But it's also about interstate travel. So you know, I have to go to Melbourne um, and Perth a lot to travel. So I want to be able to know what are the best restaurants and cafes or shops to go when I'm there and experience it like a local as opposed to just visiting for work. Great. Um, now, I know that the, the, the pitch questions we're going to start coming through, which is, which is what we want. Mm -hmm. um, Bronte Flynn's asked, are you still taking content for Mother's Day? Yes, we are. And we're actually working on a, a Mother's Day competition. So we've got some really great, we, we do it every year. It's an annual competition that we run. Okay. Uh, we are also creating a lot of like gift guides and things like that for Mother's Day. So now is definitely the time to be getting that in. We'll probably be securing a lot of that content probably in the next week or two. Sometimes there's late arrivals that are that are in there. But I think when we're planning for content, especially around seasonality, you know, we like to create timely content, but we also need to work forward to make sure that it is appropriate for SEO for people who are searching online through Google that they that we will be serving that content to them. So SEO generally, um, you know, works with a bit of a month or two lead time. Obviously, we can't do that with certain things. Um, but, yeah, for seasonality things, generally about three to two weeks out is is ideal for the cutoff. Any early would be great. <laughs> as early as possible, again. Yeah. Um, Sophie asks, are you the best person to direct pitches to? Any do's or don'ts for PRs when pitching uh, a story? Absolutely. I think I think the, the thing with pitching is know who you're pitching to and know the brand because sometimes it can feel um, a little too broad or, um, you know, it's about understanding the team. You know, we're a small team. Um, internally and we obviously filter all of our things out to our freelancers and, and things like that but if we get a blanket pitch that feels you know here's some images here's what it is we as a team our brand ethos is that we want to trial and test it we want to go to that accommodation and see if we would want to recommend it to a friend because situ is like your best friend you know providing that information so we want to make sure that we feel comfortable 
putting it on the site as a recommendation. We just don't put anything up there. So if if a pitch can personalise it to us, like why our audience would love it, if they can, you know, say, come and experience it for yourself, um, you know, that's when we're likely to go there. We don't just write content. We're content creators. So our team are very much that end-to-end content. They might write an article after they've experienced something and they'll probably also film it as well so that our audience can not only read what we've done but see what we've done um and video is a big part of our uh, i guess content that strategy um yeah Are you we have it's increasingly becoming important video yeah 100 percent. so video for us is is really really big and I, I think it's a lot of publishers are really cottoning onto that we we got onto it quite early we're on TikTok. we're on um you know reels really early and it's a big, big engagement piece. Um, people engage with video a lot more than they engage with static posts or um, written content. People want things quickly. You know, you've got eight seconds to engage with that person. And that one, that also goes with a pitch, right? So pitches with imagery and short sort of bouncy headlines and keywords, um, making it easy for the person who's reading it, not an essay. Um, like I get those emails and I think, oh my gosh, I've, I've already got a hundred emails in my um, inbox. Uh, you know, this is just going to add time. So any way that you can really understand your audience, time poor content creators, make it easy for them. You know, um, that's all I'll say. <laughs> no, that's that's great. You've covered a lot of ground. You've answered three or four questions that I can see. Oh, good. <laughs> what catches your own a pitch? Add a video. Keep it keep it short. Keep it to the point. Yeah. So, so are you the best person to direct pitches to? And if so, could I get your email address just to share out with folks? Or, or if there's another email address that we should be... Um, yeah, absolutely. So we have, um, and I don't know if everyone uses this, we've actually used it probably since we started, uh, is Social Diary. It's a PR sort of network where we've got our whole team structure on there and people uh, basically can see our team, who's the best person to speak to for what. But my email, anyone can obviously email me. Um, I'm holly.perks at situ.com. Uh, but our, the best way to get through, because I, I get inundated with emails and I think the best way to do um, pitching is to to go through our hello at situ.com email. We have someone who's dedicated to that email who filters out to the right person. So if it's in Queensland, it will go to the relevant Queensland person. Um, because we have contributors that come and go and um, new people who come onto the team and, you know, we want to make sure that it's going to the right people as opposed to a bounce back email or if I'm, you know, not available based on too many emails and it's quite time sensitive, at least I know that the team's getting it. Uh, so I think hello at situ.com would probably be the best thing, but obviously if you wanted to reach out individually to you know, our editorial and brand lead in Melbourne or our content producers in Melbourne or Sydney or wherever they are. Um, yeah, we, we have all of that information on Social Diary. Perfect. Um, now, regular Kathy Gunn has a question. Would love to know if you're still working on great Melbourne events uh, in April. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we have what's on weekly and what's on monthly. And any events that are relevant to our audience, we're, we're definitely more than happy to sort of have a look at. And obviously, uh, consider it for those for those guides. We don't we don't put in everything. We just make sure that it's right for the audience because we do know what works. We do know what people click on and what they engage with. So, 
definitely um, you can send that through to hello at situ.com and it will go to the right people. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Myrna asked, do you have a preference when it comes to restaurants and bars featured, e.g. luxury versus budget offerings, pop-up restaurants? I yeah, don't know that's if it's you personally for your preference or, 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 or for the brand, but I, I'd be interested in hearing both. Yeah, well, look, I love everything. Um, I'm not precious. I can go to, you know, the cheap dumpling place down the road or a luxury um, restaurant. Oh, I'm not I'm not picky. Um, food is delicious um, and I like to consume it. And I know that our audience do too. So they're very much eclectic in their tastes. You know, we we cater to, um, you know, a lot of, a, basically a lot. We, we cater to, you know, best restaurants that serve a set menu under $100 or best um, takeaway in Sydney or like, you know, we're really, you know, everyone has such a varied taste for food and for cafes and and how they experience dining out or dining in and we just want to be there for the journey so we like to create that content bearing in mind our audience who are that you know professional female millennial woman who is probably time poor but wants to know what's cool what's in the know what's new and we filter that through for them okay there's always a place for something now I, I know that you're, you're you're probably a little bit more strategic and focused these days. That said, I'm sure there's a story or a piece of content that you've worked on personally that you're especially proud of. Something that jumps out for you. Mm. Something that comes to mind. Honestly, I can't think of a particular piece, but I would have to say the situ story itself um, and growing uh, situ into what it is today. I never thought it would be uh, its own media brand. I never thought it would attract the type of audience that it does. Um, you know, so I think I'm most proud of the Situ story and getting the story of Situ out there and, and most proud of the team and our content creators who bring it to life. So that's probably, yeah, that's my favourite story. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, how many folks have you got working with you right now? Oh, full-time staff. There's probably about 10 full-time staff and that ranges from content producers, um, editorial and brand creative leads, digital leads, um, social media team members, so social media manager and coordinator. Um, and then we deal with a lot of freelancers and contributors in every state. So we generally have at least two regulars in each state and they might create content from written and social content, so videos, um, or they might be one or the other. And we also work with photographers in every state as well. Um, so the full-time team is around 10. Yep. The wider team is probably around 30 if you add everyone up. Nice. Um, that's that's quite that's a lot of growth very quickly yeah. too um tara d'souza asked an interesting one what's a dream piece you'd like to work on a dream piece if today i could write a story on i'd write a story on yeah oh that's a tricky question to be honest i think it would have to be around travel uh, in, in Australia, because again, we, we focus on Australian. Uh, so it would have to be around maybe our hidden islands around Australia or something 
really cool like that where you just feel like you're diving into this unknown world but it's in your backyard you know I love the content that we create where it really pulls out hidden gems for locals and they go wow oh my god I didn't even know this existed and it's 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 so close um so yeah anything like that I think would would be fun to to dive into Fantastic. Thank you. That's that's really good. And thank you for the question, Tara. Uh, Georgie quickly asks, for Citri Print, if you're profiling a suburb in the magazine, would you be interested in profiling the business owners based in that neighbourhood? And if so, is there any way to get an idea of what suburbs you're you're working on? Or I suppose just an idea of what your timeframes are and what you're looking at when. We, we do have um, a calendar of suburbs that we're generally trying to to work towards uh, and we generally work probably about six weeks to eight weeks in advance so we do feature you know it might be a suburb or an area and for instance say st kilda in melbourne and we will feature businesses but we generally more so talk about the lifestyle of the area like what's it like to live there if you were to move there what would it be like and then the businesses themselves so we don't feature necessarily any we don't like to feature any one hero business because we're trying to feature the suburb is the hero like the lifestyle of the area and then all of the elements that kind of make it that way okay all right no thank you for for clarifying that i I think i've got a better sense of it Mm -hmm. um i think we've gone well over time and thank you so (laughs) much for spending this extra time with us totally fine if there was one thing that you'd like to to leave with with your audience of marketers and PRs and and folks about Situ, what would you like to say? Oh, it's a tricky one. Hmm. Look, I think I think it's about you know for for us in the Situ team, we really want to become so close to our audience, and we have grown our audience. You know, I think we're we're just about to hit a hundred thousand subscribers for our email across Australia, which is huge. I never would have thought we're talking to that many people on a weekly basis, and that's not including our social accounts and things. But it's about really knowing that audience intricately. And we've just, we literally have just released a a reader survey competition that we're doing with Samsung at the moment across Australia. So I'm really excited to get those insights back. And I guess when we get those insights back, I would love to share them with the PR and the brands that we we work with so that they can then understand how to best, you know, pitch back to us and what our audience is about because it will talk about, you know, how they like to travel, how they like to spend time at home with their loved ones, with their friends. And that audience in, in, insights might actually help, um, you know, PR and brands to, to better pitch and to better understand the situ audience while sort of working with us in collaboration. So I'm excited about that. And so I guess I would leave on saying, I think it's always important for any brand to do that, you know, understanding their audience, understanding their consumer, and then how they best pitch or collaborate with certain brands, because it's not a cookie cutter approach. You have to, you know, we would never want to be seen as, oh, Situ, they just write about anything. Like, no, we've, we know our audience, we want to write about things that we know they want to hear about. And that's why our, our whole team is really millennial females because we all talk about what we what we want to know about. So, um, yeah, it's about really knowing your audience intricately. 
We'd love to get you back on the show when you get those results. Would you be yeah. able to come back on and sort of share that? We can maybe dive deeper into that. Absolutely. And I think it would be great to get um, Emma Bishop, who's our brand and editorial lead, in hopefully one time. And she can talk about, you know, our content calendars, which, you know, we're, we're always developing. We obviously have one, but we're developing it even further, you know, quite granularly for each sort of state. And, um, yeah, she'd be, she'd be great to pick brain about the audience as well. Perfect. Holly, thank you so much for coming on. It's been thank so much fun, really valuable. And um, yeah, we look forward to, hear. to hearing, uh, hearing the outcomes of your surveys. Oh, thank you. And um, thanks for everyone who, who listened. Hopefully this was, you know, helpful in some way. But, um, yeah, thank you for having me on. Very helpful. Thank you so much, Holly. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Insider today. That was Holly Perks from Situ. Do hope you'll join us next week. Till then, bye for now.